Welcome to Monday Musings on the Elliot Resnick Show. Tucker Carlson has a point. He noted this evening that politicians sometimes find themselves in jail for violating this or that statute. How often, though, do politicians land in jail for causing mass havoc? Answer, never. They aren't even forced to resign or hide their faces in public. Tucker used George W. Bush as an example. Bush, as we all know, launched a war in Iraq 20 years ago that killed 4,500 Americans and 100,000 Iraqi civilians. Did he ever face prosecution for this humanitarian and geopolitical disaster? Is he embarrassed to appear in public? No, he's a member in good standing of the political class. Hillary Clinton is another example of a person who in an ideal world would have to pay the price for her disastrous policy decisions. In 2011, she reportedly helped convince Obama to intervene in Libya and overthrow the Gaddafi regime. The result? Chaos. Approximately 15,000 Libyans died in the decade following America's intervention. And slave markets, yes, you heard that correctly, slave markets now operate in that country. I don't think we should criminalize political judgments. Ancient Athens used to banish leaders who made unpopular decisions, but I agree it's probably unfair to do so. We're all human. We all make mistakes. I get it. But if politicians shouldn't be prosecuted for making terrible decisions, at the very least, they should be banished from polite society. When you're responsible for 100,000 dead Iraqis or 15,000 dead Libyans, you should hide your head in shame. And if you're the mayor of New York, for example, and 150 more people every single year are murdered thanks to your soft on crime policies, then you, Bill de Blasio, should be morally forced to beg for forgiveness from the families of these murder victims and should never again run for office or appear on television. If you're the intellectual elite of the left, and it was your welfare programs that in part caused the black out-of-wedlock birth rate to rise from 20% to 70%, then you should apologize and think 10 times before you propose another utopian solution to the rest of us. And if you're the American medical establishment, and you recommended that all businesses lock down, all schools shudder, and healthy young people take a deadly vaccine, then you really ought to find another profession. You certainly shouldn't be in a position of authority anymore. They meant well, you might say. Well, I am sure they did. But the road to you nowhere is paved with good intentions. Good intentions are not sufficient. If you're a leader, you have a responsibility to think before you leap. And if you did think and took all the proper precautions, which is very rare, but supposing for a second that you actually did, and your policy still wound up causing mass suffering, well, then perhaps you might be blameless, but you still should probably retire to your home. The expression, the buck stops here, means the person who made the decision has to take responsibility. So by all means, if a politician clearly and willfully violates a law, prosecute him. But let's also start holding our politicians morally responsible for their disastrous decisions. Let's start judging them not on their intentions, but on their deeds. And let societal opprobrium target not just the criminally guilty, but also, and perhaps especially, the morally guilty.